0: Welcome back to another episode of Our Community. I'm your host, local real estate agent, Alfredo Diamond. I'm here with a special guest, co-owner of Mezzo Solutions, Patrick Rittberger. Welcome, Patrick. Hi, thanks for having me today. Hey, thanks for being here. You know, I'm going to jump right into it, Patrick. You know, tell me, tell us about Mezzo Solutions. What is Mezzo Solutions? All right. Yeah,
1: thanks. So Mezzo Solutions is an organization that my wife and I founded a few years ago here in Richmond, Indiana. Uh, We got the idea for it when we were actually sitting at Fifth Street Bagel having some coffee in the morning, and we were talking about how it would be great if we had the opportunity to provide mental health education and support to the teams that we were supervising with the nonprofits here in the community. Uh, But as you uh, may know, as a manager, you don't always have time to do that. Mm -hmm. So what we wanted to do was create an opportunity to provide that education on a large scale. Um, so we decided to form Meso Solutions, and at the core of it, we wanted to teach the concept of show up to help okay. to to individuals in the helping profession. And when I say helping profession, I mean people like social workers, human service professionals, people in the service industry,
0: okay?
1: Um, looking at government. Uh, government workers, looking at anyone who has to go to work every day with a kind of aligned purpose to serve. So helping those individuals. What do you mean by show up to help? All right. Yeah, definitely. So uh, show up to help is an idea that had been kind of rolling around in my mind since I was a teenager, okay. um, which is uh, something that I started to develop just from what I learned from my own parents about how to engage with your community and engage with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my father was a Vietnam veteran and he spent a lot of his extra time outside of his uh, day-to-day job helping other other veterans. So he had this really uh, strong sense of brotherhood when it mm-hmm. came to serving those who had served and uh, I was usually kind of dragged along with them to help with okay. these adventures you know we mm-hmm. spent a lot of time in uh, uh, kitchens you know cooking large meals for veterans, a lot of uh, oh. fundraisers and things. Um, and from him, I, I really believe I learned this idea of of show up to help. Okay. And originally it just meant show up and help. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, as uh, my father got older, um, I started to see how when you don't take care of yourself and all you do is pour out of your own cup into someone else's. Wow. A lot of uh, negative health outcomes can can head your way. So as I got older, the mantra kind of became show up to help as if you're going to be a helper, mm-hmm. which is important for us
0: to have helpers in the world, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, be lead, lead from the front, be an example. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. That's powerful, man. Yeah. I lo- I love that. W- where are you got where exactly are you
1: located? So we're located here in Richmond, Indiana on Main Street. So okay. we're at What's eight, address? It's 814 East Main Street. Okay. Uh, it's in the uh, the Richmond Main Street Resource Center.
0: Patrick, what what made you decide you and your wife decide to start your business here in our community?
1: Right. So we, um, we've been planted here in this community. Uh, Megan, uh, my wife and, and co-founder of Mezzo, she was born and raised here in Richmond. I'm kind of a, a transplant from the faraway land of Connersville, so a few towns over. Um, but I've been here for uh, over 10 years. So uh, 10 years, and I've worked primarily in nonprofit organizations that were focused on serving individuals who need some mental health support. Um, so all I know really um, in the professional world is nonprofits and serving individuals who serve. And all of my jobs have been here in Wayne County. And I found it a, a great place to kind of grow um,
0: grow, grow a business, but also grow a dream for what we envisioned. I'm so excited for you, man. You just seem like you're just a wonderful person and giving back and wanting to see the good others do better and better with themselves. So that, that's amazing. I love that. Um what so speaking of your business, so what every you know every people admire and want to start a business and it looks good on the outside but you know everybody has a story. What what's your story? I mean, what challenges have you faced? How would you overcome those challenges? You know, how would you get to where you are right now? Right, right. So, um I would have to say that one of the the most helpful things that
1: we had starting our business was a lot of mentors to lean back on. Mm-hmm. Um uh we um we were lucky to find a lot of good organizations to align with and work with. Mm -hmm. Um, We, we actually started the organization with, with no seed money. So we, we were able to pay for our filing for our LLC with, with our first uh, real gig Mm -hmm. or or service that we provided. The next gig paid for our first printer so we could Uh stop printing at UPS. Uh Uh, And from there we just kept building up and, been able to be a, a debt-free company from the beginning, um, just by slowly building it up and, and making some some good uh, strategic uh, moves mm-hmm. when it comes to how we run the business. Um, but now we, you know, we we went from having one office in our current building that we shared with some other tenants to having three offices, mm-hmm. uh, and actually adding on a contract worker to help us with some of the mental health services
0: we're providing. You said something that's very powerful that I, that stuck out to me. I'm a business owner and starting my business. You know, one thing that I was conscientious of was my budget starting out. Mm-hmm. I see so many people that jump out. They want to go immediately or try and take out a loan or mm-hmm. use an LLC to try. It doesn't really work like that. Right. So tell me, why was it so important for you to start out and not have a lot of overhead, a lot of debt?
1: Right. So uh, I would have to say the core of it is um, we... I don't really come from any kind of financial backing, you know. Uh, my my life's kind of a fresh start. I was on my own when I was sixteen and started to build up my my uh, assets and and what I have from the, from that age. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and with that, I guess you know, to kind of elaborate, um, uh, I lost my my mother and my father when I was sixteen. Wow. Um, so I was out with with my older brother. Uh, Living in an apartment, you know, after being evicted from our family home because we didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, how to know how to pay a mortgage when we were just kids. Right. Um, So from there, I just had this mentality of, you know, I don't have much, but I can make it work. And then also, I think paired working with nonprofits, I was used to working on a shoestring budget Mm -hmm. when it when it came to a business. So I kind of knew how how to make it run
0: when there wasn't any money. Yeah. So I think that really helped with that that model. You got firsthand experience. And it's just amazing the things that uh, we go through in life, take us down certain paths. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're in a role you have now mm-hmm. where you can help others. So, so tell, talk about that. You know, that's a tough, that's a tough thing. You lost both your parents at 16. Yeah. How did you get through? How did you get to, you know, move on? I mean, right. Continue with your life. I mean, right. Go?
1: Yeah. No. Um. I mean, it was a long process. I definitely struggled with mental health struggles and I experienced firsthand um, what it's like to, to have that extreme loneliness, that, that anxiety, um, that stress, um, it actually led to me dropping out of high school. Wow. And, and here I sit today with a master's in public health, uh, just thinking about how I had to keep moving forward and just that mantra kind of rolling around my head of show up to help yeah. and just like I take care of myself so I can take care of, of the family and take care of essentially my community that I was able to fall
0: back on yeah. that, that helped lift me up. We share some common things, you know. My father would always tell me, and this that stuck in my mind. And it still does day. Take care of business first, mm-hmm. then then play. You know, don't don't play and then do business. Take care of business. Take care of your business first. Right, and that sticks with me every day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you got your master's degree. Let's backtrack. So high school, you know, where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to college? Right, right. So I I took a, a stint at, at Connorsville Middle School. Okay.
1: Um, you know, I uh, that lasted until I think about, and. Uh, um, maybe a little past freshman year. Um, and then I left there and, uh, I decided to kind of find myself for a bit. I, I worked as a, a freelance writer okay. and, and I helped, uh, kind of ghost write some books and things, uh, which, cause I, I wanted to be a writer when I was younger. I thought mm-hmm. that'd be a good way to pay the bills. Didn't make that much money at it at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, uh, I had a friend connect me to um, the idea of working in emergency medicine. So I became a, an EMT. I went to an academy, um, I learned a lot. Learned a lot there that I still use today in a lot of the classes I teach, and not not the medical side, but just the, you know the theories of. Um, uh, if you're working in the back of an ambulance, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. Because if you if you get in the way, someone can get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know how to help someone properly, if you work out of your scope of practice, somebody can get hurt. And I I translate that to when I work with human service professionals now. To you know, hey, like stay in your scope of practice. There's time to learn new ways of helping people, but you really got to make sure that you are doing what you know. Um, and not just guessing, because you got to you got to really help people when they're in these these difficult moments. They're there with you. They want your help to walk through life. Uh, but you got to make sure that you're showing up to help with with your knowledge as well. Right. Wow. Right? And then from there, um, I went to Ivy Tech, got my associates in general studies after I kind of bounced around. There was some criminal justice. There was some mm-hmm. medical assisting. There was some um, human services uh, professional uh, that I was looking at. But one day, my advisor was like, "Hey, like you have a lot of credits. Have you heard of general studies?" And I was like, "Okay, I could, <laughs> I could dig that. Yeah, um, to get you
0: out of here, exactly." It sounds, yeah, I've been on that. Yeah, I get thing.
1: it. I get it. And at that time, I was uh, working full time in community mental health, and I was a, a manager um, of a a unit that that worked with children and families who were experiencing mental challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of. A lot of great experience. And then I went over to IU East, got my bachelor's in psychology, and then I went up to Purdue and got my master's in public health.
0: Wow, I man. Good for you. That's amazing. And it's just, I, I talk about it to the youth and things, and, and, you know, it's just amazing that the experiences that we have I, take us down certain paths. And finally, it clicks for us. Like, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know really what I wanted to be, you know what yeah. I mean? But finally, just certain experiences start clicking for me. I'm like, man, I like that. I like this. I really like this position. So what was that moment for you where you're like, I got it. This is, this is me right here. Right. Um, well, actually it was
1: a, it was a supervisor that I had who I didn't see eye to eye with. Um, and uh, if she hears this, she's probably laughing right now. Uh, Cause she knows who she is. Cause I've had this conversation with her, but uh, she, she told me one day, you know, maybe uh, you should look at working in public health. Maybe you should explore this this uh, this idea because you want to make a big impact in the community. You want to work on these big community initiatives. Maybe you should look at public health. And I'd never really heard of a degree path in public health because my original thought was I'm going to become a therapist and I'm going to do you know counseling for people. But uh, she saw uh, kind of what I was interested in and gave me that idea, and I was like, well, I should maybe look at it wasn't happy about it because yeah. I didn't want to do it at the beginning. But she uh, saw something in you. Yeah. Yeah. But she was right. And she, she knows she was right. so she's probably
0: smiling now. That's what Matt, <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Patrick. Uh, so we're going to go into a segment, have a little fun. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen this segment online yet or not, but just kind of, we call it the Rose City, hot and ready, cold and steady. Okay. All okay. right. So just basically, I'm going to shout out uh, a couple different uh, you know, sentences to you or, or topics like favorite park, et cetera, favorite piece of place and kind of, let us know what you're, what comes to mind and why. Okay. Okay. Now? All Ready? Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's All right. Let's do it. Okay. So uh favorite
1: park. Ooh, uh Glenn Miller. Why? Um, I like that there's trails in it now that you can go take a you can take a little hike um behind the uh one of the um bench areas uh on the side. I think it's like next
0: to the playground towards the back, but they have some trails now that you can take a hike in. Cool, cool. Uh, you mentioned a couple different uh, local colleges, so we got. Er- I think of Earlham, Ivy Tech, IUEs comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Which one comes to mind real quick?
1: Oh, Ivy Tech. Why? Uh, well, uh, I'm an adjunct there now with okay. uh, the Human Services, and uh, they they helped me get my start. They actually uh, they directed me when I first walked into Ivy Tech. Like I said, I was a high school dropout. I didn't have a, a high school degree, um, and they said, "Hey, go get your your GED real quick down the street at Richmond Education." center and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go do this. But they still let me enroll and they, they welcomed me in and they really helped me give that, get that
0: start with uh higher education. Wow. Wow. Shout out Ivy tech there. Yep. So, so if you could tell, so if you got, a, you've got someone that, that, you know, one of your friends is relocating to or thinking about relocating to the Richmond area and you're like, Hey, come on into town. And they're like, Hey, you know, Patrick, what's a, what's a good place. What's a good night look like for us to go on a date for with, with a, our, our, my spouse. Mm-hmm. What does that perfect night look like? Where would you Where would you recommend for them to go? Man, if
1: you're looking for food, I would say Titara. That okay. That's probably the hidden gem here in Richmond. Titara is amazing, um, or Golzar's so if you like uh, If you mm-hmm. like that type of food, um, they have a good buffet on the weekend too. I'm just saying, that's That's pretty good.
0: All right, thanks, Patrick. You had yeah. a little fun there. So yep. what What's one we're shifting gears there? So what, yep. what's one thing about our community that you would share with someone looking to relocate here? Um, I would say
1: that if you are interested in joining a community where you can find a place to um, not just plant your roots, but also find um, a passion, you know, to, to work on different initiatives, this is the place that you can do it. Um, If you're interested in, in social causes, there's tons of those you can get behind. If you're interested in um, helping build up uh, a community, Uh, This is a place you can come because we're always looking for innovative ways to, to, to help improve um, uh, really the, the, um, I don't know how to, how to put it. We're always looking for ways to. um, Our local presence. uh, Yeah. We're always looking for ways to improve uh, just the, the experience for people, I think, in the community.
0: I, I agree with you there. It's a great way to put it. So just going down, man, you, you, you might sign up to be my co-host or something because you right, right. just lead me right into this next. <laughs> so so you think about local business and growth, education, employment uh, in mind, where would you like to see our community within the next five years? Hmm. Well, I think mine.
1: my question might be a little selfish when it comes to my industry, mm-hmm. but I, I would really like it to be uh, a place for – um a continued education for people who are looking to be in the, the helping profession. And what I mean by that is uh, it'd be great if we were able to host, uh, you know, conferences here that look at educating uh, employers, but also people who are in the helping profession to, to do their work, but at a, uh, a higher level, you know, learn, learn new techniques. Um, uh, when we're looking at helping profession, there's a lot of conferences in Dayton, a lot of conferences in, uh, Indianapolis, all over the state, and a lot of the professionals here have to travel around. Okay. But I, I feel like we have so many universities here and auditoriums that this could be a hub for um, continued education to to help us. And and even outside of the mental health world, I want to be super selfish. Yeah. But we have the opportunity to to host educational opportunities to to help us all become empowered and and then just keep learning and being curious.
0: And you heard that everyone and these professionals are going to need places to stay, mm-hmm. restaurants, entertainment. Why Why can't we get this going? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if we're attracting new talent, they're going to need continued education too. So just thinking about that, that could be a good benefit.
0: Absolutely. Patrick, what's one business that's currently not here that we may have had in this community, but it left or something that you might, you might go to like Cincinnati or Indianapolis that is your favorite store. Okay. What would you like to see here that's not here? Um. Well, this goes back to food again. Cause you know, we, we like food. Yeah.
1: Right. right. Um, and, uh, I'd have to say a Mediterranean restaurant. I don't know if you've been to Mediterranean, you know, getting like some like falafel or some uh, like shawarma. That would be amazing to get in town. I know we've a lot of restaurants, but there's always room for shawarma. There's always room for shawarma.
0: There we go. An opportunity. Yeah. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you share a memorable moment or experience from your involvement in the community? Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: Uh, So I've had a long history of working with drug-free Wayne County Partnership, um, and I'll give some history on what that is. It's an organization that is the local coordinating council for Wayne County, and every county in Indiana has the local coordinating council. And it's this this great group of people who can come together, and they can help distribute funds that are um, provided to the group from the police departments. And these funds are collected through countermeasurement fees or arrest arrest fees that are associated with certain um, substance use offenses. Okay, and we can redistribute these funds to nonprofits to help in the world of of policing, education, and treatment, and looking at finding ways to make an impact on substance misuse locally um, through these funds, but also through this gathering we have monthly called the Drug Free Wayne County Partnership Meeting. That was a, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Um, but my most memorable um, piece of working with that group is um, I had the opportunity to serve as the um, interim director quite a few years ago um, after we received the Drug-Free Communities Grant, which was this really huge grant um, that we were able to get from, at the time, the CDC and the White House And what it did was it helped us find local solutions to local problems Mm -hmm. where we could engage the youth with finding ways to reduce substance use. We could engage employers, look at policy change. Um, And it was just a great opportunity to build momentum around this idea of we're a community, but we can also help solve these problems we're having. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's memorable because when we announced we got the grant, there was so much excitement and the excitement hasn't left yet. You know, we're we're five years down the road. Um, the grant funds ran out because it's a timed grant, um, but the the excitement is still there.
0: The the power of that change is still there. Wow, man, you've had your hands on a lot of things, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. inspiring. So, so there's someone out there, I'm sure, that's sitting back, like, man, how can I help? What can I do? I mean, what would you say to that person that that just doesn't know where to jump in and and go and go be a part of? trying to just be more active in the community mm-hmm. to help, to help out organizations.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so this actually works out because I, uh, one of the classes I teach at Ivy tech talks about, you know, finding organizations that align with your values and your beliefs and, and mm-hmm. learning more about them. And that's something you can definitely do here in Wayne County. If there's something that you're passionate about, you can find a group that's also passionate about it. It could be anywhere from historic preservation to LGBTQIA plus rights to, um, uh, looking at even uh, the one that I've always been interested in, haven't had a chance to really uh, dive into it is uh, um, cemetery preservation, right? So people uh, who like clean up uh, like gravestones, interesting. that's okay. a, you know, yeah. it's a very, it's an it's activity that can be very um, uh, it's a, it's a good activity. And I don't know, I just think that'd be a cool thing to look at. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is there's so many associations and so many groups here in Wayne County that you can get behind anything, you know, looking at help. You can, if you like the animals, there's, there's help the animals. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to help youth, you could always volunteer with uh, maybe, you know, the boys and girls club or birth, the five future Achievers. future achievers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So there's, if there's something you're passionate about, you can find another group of people here who who are there with you.
0: And I visited your office about a month ago and uh, I I think I asked you this question there, but, what what who is one person or organization that you would like to partner with or collaborate with on a project that you haven't done so yet? Who who would it be? Hmm. and why? Well, that's a good question. Uh,
1: let me think about that for a second. All right. Um.
0: Well, you probably already work with everybody, Patrick. Yeah, I'm, sounds, I'm, I'm sounds thinking, like- I'm
1: thinking like, who have we not had the opportunity to work with? If you asked me, you know, a month ago, I would have said the universities, but we, mm-hmm. we've we been able to work with universities and um, our, our work has taken us to Indiana, Ohio. We've we've supported initiatives down in Florida and New Mexico. Um, so I, I I welcome all partnerships, I guess is what I would say. So yeah. I'm not, I, I can't pinpoint one because I'm always happy to have that conversation um, and I, I don't think I, I super touched on exactly what we do yeah. at Mezzo. If yeah. I could, absolutely, kinda, yeah. So uh, the the core services that we provide at Meso Solutions is focused on helping the helpers. So uh, uh-huh. the, the one of the one main things that we work on is providing um, in person or virtual education mm-hmm. to the helping professionals around that model or show up to help. Or we can teach them about things like self care, mindfulness. Um, person-first language, um, looking at stress management, um, understanding uh, community trauma, what that looks like, where well, we can provide workshops to organizations by coming in or, or having them come to us mm-hmm. and, and providing that. And we we do those a lot. So we're always looking to to do more. So if anyone's interested in those, we can always get that scheduled for you.
0: Am I allowed to do this? i you kind of put you on the spot. Yeah. Can you share a, a, a stress relief tip? At fours maybe. Okay. I mean, is that appropriate? Yeah, yeah, I could totally do that. Yeah so, yeah. so you know, you're having a bad day at work or just what what would you recommend to someone? All right.
1: So everyone's different.
0: So I'd yeah. start with that. Okay. So that's
1: it's tough to kind of pinpoint what exactly you could do. Um and, and typically you know what makes you feel good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, what what could be healthy and what could be unhealthy for you when it comes to feeling good. Um, you know, if you're if you're mobile. Um, taking a walk is always a great way to get some physical activity, clear your mind, get your muscles moving, kind of shake it out for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not so mobile, um, you know, we always uh, we always encourage journaling. So journaling is a great way to sit down and reflect.
0: I just started doing that. All right.
1: That I'm, is, I'm not being consistent with it, but it's you know, on my mind to do. It is. It's tough. Yeah, we. um uh, we encourage everyone to to try to journal at least once a day, yeah. right? And it's it's tough to do to put in our schedule, um, but once you get used to it, and once you get in the routine, it helps to kind of dump those thoughts in your journal mm-hmm. and kind of process and think about, you know, where have I been today? What do I wanted? What do I want to do tomorrow? Yeah, and, and help you really reflect on
0: that. And my phone did an iPhone did an update, and it's got a new app on there from Apple called Journal. Okay, and yeah, it's pretty, it's really sweet. You should check it out.
1: Uh, yeah, we were we were doing a workshop with
0: the. Um,
1: Indiana Recovery Network, which is a group from Mental Health America. Okay. And they were telling us
0: that all their iPhones got that new yeah, that journal. I account. love it. I love it. I was not like getting a groove with it, but yeah. Yeah. I see the impact of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good. It's good.
0: So, thinking about our community, if you can give our community a letter grade on a report card, A through F. Okay. What would that letter be and why? Ooh, Okay.
1: I mean, I would say a B for sure. Right. you know we we have a lot of support for people. we have a lot of opportunity, um but we can always do better. There's always opportunity to do
0: more okay, I agree very fair response. we're just wrapping up here. is there any anyone or any any organization out there that you'd like to give a shout out to for supporting you or anyone on your staff? Anyone you want to give a shout out to today? um
1: yeah, I may mean, like to give a shout out to uh, my wife and co-founder Megan. Uh, Megan has been a great support. She's the 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 mind of all the mental health education that we we really create. Um, uh, but also uh, our our contract therapist Amanda Girton, who joined us uh, quite a few months ago. She's been making a lot of uh, a lot of ground and a lot of connections. And um, she actually had her first uh, community event this past weekend, uh, Couples and Cupcakes, where okay. she she brought couples together to mm-hmm. to help them. I just learned about relationships, but also have a pretty intense uh, cupcake
0: decorating contest. <laughs> that sounds very fun, too. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. I, it's been a pleasure having you here, and I hope to have you and your wife back next time. Yeah. And maybe we can share some best tips for dealing with stress management, things like that. Yeah, that'd be great. And I look forward to continuing to grow and much success. Thank you, my All friend. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it.